Hello. Well, here we have it. Another wacky comedy show from four young Scottish hopefuls. John Doherty, Murray Hunter, Pete Bakey and Gordon Kennedy. In other words, the Bodgers. The interesting twist about this wacky show is that they are all Scottish. So I've been pulled in to acclimatise you to the accent. Whether you'll thank me afterwards, I'm not sure. But anyway, in other words and accents, the Bodgers. <laughs> that, by the way, was their signature tune. Pathetic. Magic, eh? There's oh, no much room here, though. Eh? No, 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 no. There's uh, more room than we had in uh, uh, Scotland. Good evening, and welcome to the Paris studio. We are the Bodgers, and we are delighted to be here. Actually, that last section, we were only acting. That was a skit. <laughs> of course, we wouldn't talk like that down here at the BBC, would we, Maury? Of course not, John. No, that was just a skit on the Scottish character. We don't talk like that at all. We do, in fact, talk like this. combine harvester. Glamish wake Bethany Dirac Thistle, Jeffrey Archer novels. <laughs> Are you all following it so far? <laughs> well, perhaps you're finding all this Scottish stuff a bit confusing. Uh, but actually, there are only two of us. And we are, in fact, a two-man stand-up comedy team. And uh, obviously, I'm one of the men. And the other man will be appearing shortly. But uh, just to let you understand, there has been a slight disagreement about the opening of the show. You see, I myself like a, well, a sort of down-tempo opening, whereas uh, my partner, John... Thank you! Thank you! Thank you. John prefers something a little more low-key. <laughs> Sorry about that, but I do like the big showbiz razzmatazz openings. Um, anyway, we are a recently formed double act, and uh, we formed on the basis that I, John, am extremely tall, and Murray is extremely small. Yes, we thought it was rather hilarious. I'm actually five foot eight, well, eight and three quarters in my uh, passport, and uh, John is six foot three. A scream. Yes. <laughs> in fact, um, our stage names are Ed, five foot eight and three quarters, and I'm Sid, six foot three. Okay, now, um, Obviously, obviously, our act depends largely on our uh, little catchphrases. Do you want a cup of tea? <laughs> and uh, just, just for your own information, I am the straight man. Uh, actually, John, I'm the straight man. No, I think you'll find, Murray, that generally the taller one is the straight man. Yes, well, I'm sorry, John, but I think my line coming up rather proves the point. Uh, I say, I don't know why did the chicken cross the road, so I must be the straight man. Well, not necessarily. Well, what's your next line? Well, my next line is, I don't know either why did the chicken cross the road. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want a cup of tea? Whoa! Oh! Do you want a cup of tea? <laughs> Sorry, that's just another one of our little catchphrases. <laughs> okay. Anyway, now that we've dealt with the little matter of our idiosyncrasies, we're going to move on and try to master the art of stand-up comedy. Yes, I mean, we've certainly mastered the standing up. <laughs> Have you heard the one about the man whose car broke? Uh, uh, hold it, Murray, hold it. What? 
Well, look, if we're going to master the art of stand-up comedy, then let's get one rule straight right from the start. Well, what's that? Well, let the audience laugh. I mean, that's what you want them to do, isn't it? So? Well, you cut in on them. They were still giggling at the standing-up joke, and you started telling the next one. Oh, I'm sorry, I, I didn't realise. No, no, I mean, it's okay. It's okay. I mean, it's just that they might miss the vital part of the next joke. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay. Can I go now? <laughs> no, someone's still laughing. <laughs> Okay, okay, look, we'll give you a couple of seconds to settle down, okay? <laughs> You're making this very easy. <laughs> would, would you please? Would, would, oh, bang and Olive's in Super Deck 9. We must have absolute silence. Because I'm going to introduce a very old and dear friend of mine, a man for whom I have the greatest respect. And love. Yes, indeed, love. Love and respect. I love him deeply. Me too. Very deeply. I want his babies. I want them too. <laughs> I want some of his friends' babies as well, actually. Anything of his is something I want. Anything he has worn, touched, seen, ignored. Things in which he has shown no interest whatsoever, I want. <laughs> I would gladly die for him. So would I. I would die first. Well, that's right, because I would choose a very slow, lingering death for this man. <laughs> the more pain, the better, as far as I'm concerned. I'm off. Where are you going? To get a gun. <laughs> well, while uh, Murray prepares to commit the ultimate act, it gives me great pleasure to introduce this man. Ladies and gentlemen, the greatest person in this world, and possibly a few others have ever seen, Gordy. Thank you. You're, you're too kind. Is that Gordy? Yeah, he's here! <laughs> so, um... <laughs> so anyway, Gordy, what, what are you going to do for us this evening? Well, I'm going to introduce to you a very old and dear friend of mine. Uh, and mine. And mine! <laughs> okay, uh... Who is he? Pete. Right, ladies and gentlemen, here he is, somebody we all prefer to Gordy, Pete. Hey, did you say Pete? Yeah. You mean I shot myself for Gordy when Pete's coming on? Oh, I'm terribly sorry. Well, anyway, the wonder of the ivories, the man who sings the songs. Give him an idea, he'll write you a song. Mr. Musical Interlude, Pete Bakey. Good evening. Nice to be here. Right, Pete, so um, what are you going to sing for us tonight? Well, whatever you want. What do you mean? Well, you suggest anything, and I'll sing a song about it. Okay, well, um, let's get the audience in on this one. Um, could we have an idea from the audience? Anyone at all? Just uh, a walk in the park! What was that? Sorry? Something about shopping? No, no, a walk in the park. A walk in the park? Yes. A walk in the park. Okay, shopping it is, Pete. Shopping. No, a walk in the park! <laughs> shopping, Pete. Shopping. Um, yesterday, I went shopping. Shopping to the shops <laughs> That's where I like to do my shopping Cause the shops are the shops where I shop Ooh, I do enjoy my shopping And I do appreciate your being round <laughs> Thanks, well. <laughs> How does he do it? <laughs> How does he do it? Right, um, another idea from, from the audience, anyone? Saturday! Saturday, Saturday Pete? Saturday. Um, Saturday is tomorrow, which is two days after yesterday. <laughs> All my troubles seem so Thanks, far Pete. away. <laughs> Pete, Pete! Pete, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> 
Hey, R.P., as I said, a man with a song for every occasion. Well, half a song for every occasion. Hey, Pete! Thank you. Right, now, um, the next game is called The House of Commons. The okay. House of Commons. <laughs> Shut up! Yes, it's a, it's a super game, and it can be played by any number of people between 1 and 650 adults. <laughs> adults, children alike. Okay, now, um, for the purposes of the game, it's necessary that we split you up into groups, okay? So if I could just, you know, well, just use this aisle as a line down the middle here, and if those of you on the left-hand side of the auditorium, if you could be the Conservative Party. <laughs> just for a wee change. <laughs> <laughs> And um, if those of you on the right-hand side of the hall, if you could be the Labour Party. Okay? And, and um, if you, sir, could, could you be the Alliance, please? <laughs> you're not, um, you're not, not actually involved in this game, so if you can just... Uh... <laughs> right, so that's the basics of the game now. Can I interrupt? Well, okay. Right. Um, I thought I'd better just have a little word with you about something that happened earlier on. I don't know if you noticed, but in an earlier item, Murray said, Oh, bang and Olufsen, Super Deck 9, we must have absolute silence. <laughs> um, which is obviously, you know, rather an odd statement. So the reason is that for this, our first radio show, which obviously cost a lot of money, we, the Bodgers, go guys, life, have accepted. <laughs> have accepted sponsorship from various companies. <laughs> so, obviously, that's as the price. <laughs> Certain brand names will be cropping up from time to time. Anyway, we hope that the bank that likes to say yes! <laughs> but this won't ruin your enjoyment of the show. And if I can now, I'd like to run through a few adverts right now, okay? Persil. Washes your clothes better than any other washing powder. So does Daz. And so does Surf. Is it butter or is it marge? I mean, who can tell? I mean, I certainly can. It's virtually impossible to tell. You know, is it? Oh, it's margarine. It's uh, written on the label. <laughs> Just goes to show, eh? Four to five people can't read. <laughs> oh, yes, uh, coffee. Uh, this is what you drink if you're an out-of-work actor. <laughs> Carlsberg Lager gets you drunk. <laughs> Carlsberg Special gets you drunk quicker. <laughs> Oh, what do you think of it so far? Yeah, I don't know. It's not bad, isn't it? I mean, do you think they're enjoying it? Well, I don't think it's going that well, Pete. You don't think we overdid the Scottish drinking bit, do you? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, yeah, and do you yeah, think it's okay to take a break after just 15 minutes? Well, yeah. the producer said he'd look after them for a couple of minutes. Well, what's he doing? Uh, I don't know. Let's take a listen. Yeah. Midnight. <laughs> not a sound from the. I think it's memory from cats. Well, what's he doing singing a song? God. I said he was going to give us a musical break, not himself, a musical break. Well, um, I've, uh, I've run out of songs, actually. What? Oh, great. We're 15 great. minutes into the first show and you've run out of songs. Well, I'm trying to write another one. I just need some inspiration, that's all. Look, I tell you, it's not the songs that are worrying me. I mean, it's our Scottish accents. 
I mean, do you think they'll be able to tell which one of us is which? What do you mean? Well, we, we probably all sound the same. Yeah, right, we probably all sound the same. Uh, hold on. Maybe if I developed a stutter... Yeah, and, and maybe I could emphasise the words at the end of a, a sentence. Yeah, and I could always make mistakes. No, no, no. I'll speak in a Cockney accent. I mean, I can make jokes about not getting taxis south the river. What's next? Well, I hope it's not another advert. It's not. It's a sketch. Man Right, are we ready, gentlemen? Yes, yes, I think so, just about, yes. yes right, ready. fine. Miss Bandit, could you send the next candidate in, please? Thank you. Ah, good morning. Thank you for coming. Good morning. Um, shall I take this seat? Ah, go on! Make yourself at home! Sit wherever you like! Um, I'm, I'm, I'm terribly sorry. I, I thought this was no, my, please, please, uh, my, my, my do seat. sit down. You must excuse my colleague. This is Mr Puma. And uh, he's going to be rude and obnoxious to you throughout the interview. Hello. Naff off! <laughs> and uh, on my left is Mr. Embassy. Look out! Huh? And uh, he's going to be trying to distract you throughout the interview, you know, just trying to uh, put you off as much as he can, really. Uh, good morning. <laughs> what was that? And my name, my name is Daz. And you'll be pleased to hear that I'm going to be terribly, terribly nice. <laughs> okay? So, first of all, uh, your name is... Um, Purcell. Purcell, right? <laughs> and uh, first names? Horrible oh, little creatures. New improved. Now then, tell me, Mr. Purcell, when were you first interested in the job? Um, well, when I discovered that you, um... Paid a salary because yes, one yes. needs cash yes, for one's mortgage bills, food, car, and it's always it's always nice to have a bit of a bit of a bit of extra cash. Good. Now then, I see from your CV that you left college a couple of years ago. Tell me, did you enjoy the course? Um. Yes, I found it um, very um, stimulating. Oh, God, you've got bad breath. <laughs> Did you enjoy the course? Um, um, well, yes, I... I uh, just start. <laughs> <laughs> I particularly enjoyed... Uh, in your own time. <laughs> I particularly... Mr. Purcell. I particularly Don't let me stop you. Just partic... bash on. I particularly enjoyed the language side of things. And, <laughs> and the French came quite easily in my first year. Mm -hmm. yes. And um, it was then that I took up Spanish. Oh, uh -huh. um, <laughs> then I became interested in uh, Spanish history. And um, so I, I went across to Spain to uh, research my PhD. Came back last year. Completed my PhD and the whole thing um, culminated in my uh, getting a paper published last month. <laughs> Thanks. Sorry? What was that? Um, I was just saying that the whole thing culminated no, 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 in no, no, my um, the, the whole getting thing. a paper. I didn't hear any of it. <laughs> I wasn't listening. Did you enjoy the course? Well, well yes. Yes, I particularly enjoyed the language side of things. And the, and Shut the up! May I ask a question? Yes, certainly. Mr. Purcell, spell... <laughs> Come on. Um, hmm? um, 
Thank you, gentlemen. You've got the job. <laughs> so that's punchline A. Punchline A. And now punchline B. Well, Mr. Purcell, I'm afraid you're just not suitable. Oh, well, never mind. I didn't want to join the special patrol group anyway. <laughs> and punchline C. Well, gentlemen, you didn't get the job. But it doesn't matter because I'm a member of the SPG anyway. Punchline D. I've always been an undertaker. And finally, finally, punchline E. Well, Mr. Doherty. Well, Mr. Doherty, we here at the job centre, which is obviously where we are, will do our utmost to help you in your search for a job, which is obviously what you're looking for. Now then, and here's the joke. Is there any line of work for which you feel particularly suited? I don't know. I just thought I might try advertising voiceovers. <laughs> well, I'm afraid we don't have any uh, vacancies just now. Oh, well, never mind. Thanks anyway. Goodbye. Hello, Gordon. Hello. John, you're wasting your time. There's no vacancies. Oh, God. You know, this deep voice is a bit limiting. All you can do is jeans and aftershave. You're right. Last week, I auditioned as a newscaster. Good evening. This is the nine o'clock news. <laughs> it just didn't work. I know. I read the football scores for a while. Cannon League, Division One, Arsenal Two, West Bromwich Albion. Nil. By the time I'd reached Division 4, Doctor Who had finished. Gordy, how are you enjoying it? Fine. You know, uh, it, it's, it's good. Yeah. Well, you don't sound convinced. No, well, it says in the script, in brackets, not convinced. <laughs> so that's why. Oh, well, you must be unhappy about something then. No, 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 it's, it's, uh, it's fine. Not convinced again, eh? That's what the script says. <laughs> well, what is it then? Come on. Well, you see, I can't use my face enough. Well, it is radio, Gordy. Yes, I know. But, I mean, it seems a waste. I've got all these funny faces, and I can get laughs with them usually. Like, for instance, this isn't a very funny sentence I'm saying just now, but on stage I'd normally be bringing the house down because I'd be pulling some face or another, like this. <laughs> I see what you mean now. I mean, that face put a whole new dimension into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, but it's pointless on radio. No, I could describe it. No. No, go on, go on. <laughs> All right. Go on. 
<laughs> oh, that's a beaut. That's great. I mean, if only you at home I could see Gordy's face now. I mean, he's got, he's got his lips, he's got his lips pulled back, sort of, um, you know, you're, you're sort of towards his ears and his uh, and his tongue's hanging out. Um, uh, and, and don't forget my eyes. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Gordy. Sorry. Don't forget my eyes. <laughs> I think he's saying, I think he's saying, don't forget my eyes. No, of course I won't. Of course. You know, they're very funny. Rolling around like that in there. <laughs> Look at his nose! Look at his nose! His nose! His forehead! I mean, how does he keep? How does he keep his big toe in his ear like that? Oh, oh he's right, you know. Yeah, he's wasted on radio. And that was punchline E. <laughs> so, what we want you to do is this: write down the punchlines in what you think is the descending order of merit, and send it to us on a postcard. And also finish this sentence in not less than twelve. And we will give the winner. <laughs> and we will give the winner enormous amounts of money. I would imagine, probably in the region of eighty or ninety million pounds. Now, in case you didn't catch that, what we want you to do is this. Look, John. There's no need to get so cantankerous. Cantankerous. Yeah, cantankerous. You don't even know what that means. Yes, I do. I bet you don't. Well, I, I know what some of it means. <laughs> what do you mean you know what some of it means? Well, like I know what can't means. Yeah. And I know what the us at the end means. Yeah. But you don't know what the whole word means. Yeah, but I can work it out. How come? Well, look, can't write means unable to. Yeah. And us is we ourselves. So yeah. you're left with ankero. Can't ankero us. Unable to ankero we. <laughs> so. All we've got to do is work out what ankero means. <laughs> no, 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 look, cantankerous is, is argumentative, perverse of temper. Right, so ankero must mean be pleasant to. Can't ankero us, unable to be pleasant to we. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how words are worked out, is it? <laughs> of course it is. Okay, okay, if that's how words are worked out, then let's pick another word, okay? See where it comes from. Okay, okay. But only if you're going to be canankerous. Can anchor us. Yeah, able to be pleasant to us. <laughs> what do you mean us? There's only you. Okay, okay. Can anchor me, right? <laughs> if you're can anchor me, fair enough. Well, okay, we'll give it a bash. Um, come on then, give me a word. Okay, a word, yeah, a word. Um, yeah, restaurant. Restaurant, where did that come from? Easy. Well, it was so easy, come on. Yeah, yeah. Rest your aunt, it was originally. <laughs> People will go out walking with their aunt, right? <laughs> They get a bit peckish, so they stop off at a rest your aunt for a bite to eat. <laughs> Which in time became restaurant as we know it. Okay, 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 you've got your rest, and you've got your aunt, U-R-A-N-T, for your aunt. What about the extra A? What extra A? R-E-S-T-A, U-R-A-N-T, that A. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. obviously, yeah. Uh, originally, yeah, yeah. It was rest A, your aunt, rest B, your uncle, C, your niece. <laughs> or whatever, but in time they settled for rest A, your aunt, restaurant. So why that one? Well, it's easy to say. Well, look, rest baruncle is hardly impossible. <laughs> OK, I mean, rest baruncle isn't impossible. But try saying rest P, your great-great-grandfather on your mother's side. How's the closing number? Awful. Have you written it, yeah? Sort of. Pete, cheer up. It's not the end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Murray! <laughs> 
Money? Money, what's up? Well, I just got this new calculator and uh -huh. I'm trying to work out this problem and mm -hmm. I can't work the calculator. Well, look, what is the problem? Well, it's 33 mm -hmm. times 12 divided by 3 mm -hmm. times pi. Well, you take 33 times 12, okay? And that equals 396. Yeah. And you divide that by 3 and that equals 132. Then you take pi, which is 3.14, and you multiply that by 132, which gives you... Four one four point four eight six six. Sorry. Four one four point four eight six six. Oh, that's great. So if you've got a problem and you're wondering why the solution is easy, it's as easy as pie. Cosine, tangent, and a how. But remember the Pythagoras theorem and multiply the quotient, that's all. So if you got a problem and you're wondering why, the solution is easy. It's as easy as pi. It's so nice when you've got chums to help you with your sums. And by the way, don't you agree that black and white should live together in peace and harmony? Why don't you cheer up? We're singing a song. This is a musical. Nothing can go Everybody follows suit And then we're up again And then we're down again And then we're up again And we walk around Till everybody gets in line Cause in a musical When you're feeling down All your friends will come around I wanna sing a song I wanna do a silly dance And one of them will sing like this Why don't you cheer? Words, the Bodgers featured John Doherty, Murray Hunter, Pete Bakey, Gordon Kennedy. Written by John Doherty and Murray Hunter. Music by Pete Bakey. Sundry activities by Gordon Kennedy and produced by Alan Nixon. Why don't you cheer up if you're on your knees? Why don't you cheer up? This is the reprise, this is the reprise, this is the reprise, this is the reprise, this is the reprise. 
Well, that was the by now familiar strain of the Bodger's signature tune. Terrific. Actually, I'd just like to apologise if you experienced any interference or unusual noises during that extravaganza, particularly if you're in the southeast of England. Now we'll get back to normal transmission. Here's a preview of tonight's kaleidoscope.